Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, time to talk Timberwolves basketball. How much fun is that after the great 2-0 start? Our, our guest today, Ethan Cass. And Ethan, uh, all of a sudden this game tonight, uh, you know, at first everybody said, well, uh, Jimmy Butler's the angle, but two undefeated teams isn't a bad angle. And no Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, we're we're excited. and And obviously... The NBA season has just tipped off, but to, to start two and zero with some great road wins and and uh, and have our home game be tonight uh, with some good momentum is exciting for for our organization and certainly our fans. And um, I didn't I didn't realize this, but Carl is the sixth player in NBA history to start a season off two games in a row with thirty five points and ten rebounds. So just watching him early on play at the level he's playing at is is really fun. You know, it, it's opening night for anything is cool. This is kind of a strange one because it's a Sunday night. Uh, how, how, how does this work? Obviously you're in tune with when the Vikings play, et cetera. You probably don't want to open on a Sunday night if the Vikings are playing that afternoon. Take us behind the scenes. How, how do you guys, what, what say do you have and, and how do you try to, uh, uh, choreograph a schedule? Well, we would, we would need a few more hours, Mike, to, to walk. <laughs> to explain that? <laughs> because to we're walk. slow or because it's complicated. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely the latter. Of course it's the latter. <laughs> Um, it, it's, uh, it is a complicated process. One that, you know, you're talking 30 teams, travel schedules, back to backs, you know, flights, um, you know, uh, you know, working in practices. And I mean, the, the, the algorithms that are used to put together something like this is, is pretty complicated and impressive at the same time. Cause there's a lot of different, uh, moving parts. Some of the parts that you identified are certainly things that we, we mention and talk through with the league, like every NBA team, you know, who's playing in markets, um, you know, what, what, what's, what's a great way to tip off a season. Uh, what are the circumstances on, on weeknight games versus weekend games on and on and on. But, um, but we're here and we are excited uh, about it being um, tonight. And again, to start with two wins um, and to, to know we're going to have a really great crowd tonight. There's still some tickets available. So tumult.com and the box office are, are open. We'll have a, a great crowd um, to watch our new head coach and, and you know, and uh, uh, really a, a complete overhaul on the basketball operation side in and around what Gerson Rosas has been able to do. It should be a, a fun way to tip things off. You know, Ethan, I hear you throwing out terms like algorithms. You must have thought Sid was here with us. Uh, I, uh, I wanted to compliment the organization uh, on the handling of the fourth anniversary of Flip's death. I, I just thought the story that came out of the locker room after the game, the way the team came together, when you realize how few of that the team has actually goes back four years, Carl yeah. Anthony does, but how well they they handled that situation. You, you couldn't help but you had the Casey O'Brien story the week before where the Gophers did think so well, and then what you guys did with the Flip Saunders saying, I, I just thought that was magnificent. Thanks, David. And, 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 and you're right, I think – you know, at times we get so caught up in, you know, in the, in the roller coaster of professional sports and the wins and the losses and, 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 and oftentimes the changes, uh, that, that have to happen along the way. But when you think of someone like Flip and his legacy and his contributions to, 
our organization and, and to this entire community, this entire state. Um, it was special and authentic, you know, to, to see the guys do what they were able to do on their own, um, recognizing just the significance of the date. Um, and to continue to watch, you know, Coach Saunders, uh, Ryan, um, and how he's handled all of it, and yet still want to independently, you know, pave his own way, which I think is is equally as impressive. This young man who has so much respect um, and uh, a heavy heart, and you know, and his best friend not being in his life anymore, and yet the entire Saunders family um, is so optimistic and and enthusiastic about this next chapter and what we're able to do. And you know, it speaks to what 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 teams ultimately are trying to be, which is is, is an extension of your family. Um, and as close knit as you possibly can be, and I, I certainly am watching it with my own eyes, with our players, with our front office, um, that that camaraderie and that that love for one another along the way. That's what makes this this job and what we get to do really special. You know, we have Gerson on uh, often here. Explain inside the organization what he's done, how it's different. There's a lot of new people there that, that are in the basketball side of the operations, and, and I know you integrate with them. What have you seen as significantly different about the way he does business? I mean, there's there's so many things, um, and so many things that you know that that we identified even during the interview process um, when we went through it with him and, and a handful of other candidates. Um, you know, this is this is one of the best basketball minds in our league, um, and and somebody who has had great exposure and great contributions in the Rockets organization for 16 plus years. But but what he what he does every day is is so deliberate. It's so specific. Um, the way he goes about it, um, the strategy, the vision, uh, his consistency. Um, and, and, you know, he, he oftentimes is, is quoted as saying actions over words. He really, he really lives by that mantra. It's not lip service. It's not buzzwords. It's not all of the things that, you know, at times, um, you know, don't necessarily result in things. This is somebody that really practices what they, they preach. He's incredibly collaborative. Um, and our whole organization is really rallied behind that. And, it, and, 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 and the thing about him, is it isn't about him, and he's the first to acknowledge that he's trying to build the best front office in professional sports, and 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 you alluded to that earlier, um, as we're trying to build the best you know business side in professional sports, and and when you merge those two together, and everybody is acting really selflessly, and wanting to do something that we haven't been able to do, and also recognizing that there's some honesty in this, um, in that we're we've got a long way to go, and that we're not going to skip steps along the way. That's the part that I think everybody's really rallying behind and led by him. We're talking to Ethan Casson of the Timberwolves. Ethan, let's talk about the product on the floor and what looked a little bit different. Here's the opener. There's a timeout. You're on defense. Uh, and I'm going, well, this, you know, we know what happens here. And then it was different. All of a sudden, Josh Okogie comes out, uh, and you know he's going to take the shot at the end of the game. But Josh is on him, and he's quick. Well, you thought Irving would take the shot? Uh, well, I thought there was a chance <laughs> that, that Irving, since he only had 50 at the time. Uh, you knew he was going to do it, but Josh has, has got those quick instincts, quick feet. And, of course, you know, there, there's a dropping of the ball, whether it was deflected. You couldn't really tell, but got off an off-balance shot, and the Timberwolves won the game. That was the obvious thing. Less obvious was that Carl Anthony Towns came out at that timeout with, like, 12 and a half seconds to go. Why did he come out? Because had he gotten a foul and in a battle for the ball, he had five fouls, he wouldn't have been available for the second overtime. I think there's an on-court awareness that as you start looking at the product, you go, hmm, I kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was with the team uh, for the Brooklyn game. And, yeah, that last shot, it felt like the ball was in the air for about two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, and and the way Kyrie was playing, um, I mean, it was just was 
was just to watch it in, in real time was was amazing. Um, and yet, you're right, the execution down the stretch, um, the thinking, uh, uh, going into the timeout, coming out of the timeout, um, you know, constantly evaluating what we need to be prepared for for the next play and the next play uh, is a is a credit to Coach Saunders and his entire staff. Um, when you watch them, uh, and again, it's it's you know we're talking a sample size of two games, but when you watch them, um, you know during timeouts, during quarter breaks, uh, during live action, they are constantly communicating with each other. They're constantly collaborating. The players are doing the same thing. That's how practices have been built. That's what team uh, exercises and the, the building components have been built throughout the summer. Um, that level of trust, uh, the pace of play, the, the, the ways in which guys are supportive of one another um, and believing in each other. I think that starts from the very beginning and has to be consistent through and through. So, you know, we, we, we had the stop. We got the win. Um, but what I, lo- what I love more about it is, you know, you're going to have those off nights and that the team is going to stay together, that the coaching staff is going to continue to bring, you know, the best that they can bring every single night is, is fun to watch. Ethan, people might pick up on this a little bit, but because they think of your job as being the business side of sports, which it is, but you have a basketball background to explain. You grew up with basketball. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I did. It's been part of my life, um, you know, for, for really as, as long as I can remember. And um, I had, I was fortunate enough to play college basketball and, um, you know, and I, you know, again, it, like most of us, uh, mere mortals, uh, the dream of wanting to play eventually, uh, the reality of not being good <laughs> I enough. went down that same path, played in college, and you go, whoa, these guys are a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what year it was for you. I think it was it was it was freshman year for me when I'm like, okay, yeah, me I too. Ba- I better have a backup plan here. Um, and <laughs> for me, the ba- the backup plan was, well, if if I couldn't be on the floor. Could I be around the game somehow in, in some capacity? And I just remember at that period of time thinking, well, I'll go down the sport management path and I'll, you know, I had interned with the Boston Celtics and I started to get, you know, kind of an inside look at what this, you know, 20 plus years later business has become, which is this global game, this global enterprise and something that, you know, if you look at all the different leagues is, is so critical to people's lives and, and some of their best memories. And I'm just fortunate enough to have had the light bulb go off early enough and, and pivot to stay as close as possible. And, and then, you know, a lucky break now and again, and an opportunity to be part of this organization with Glenn Taylor and, and the trust that he's shown to me and, and what, what we have in and around our, our organization, that, that part, I feel very blessed. You know, Ethan, we, I think we had uh, Ryan on two weeks ago and we had Gerson on last Sunday and we asked both of them about rotation and, you know, and they gave an answer. They're going to, you know, try to work that out because it sometimes develops over the first couple of weeks of the season. I think two games into the season, you've had like 14 different guys on the floor contributing. Uh, what a nice way to start and keep everybody uh, active and keep their head in the game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's, that's all coach Saunders and his staff and, and Gerson and his staff really, um, you know, trusting in the roster that they've got built and, and, and knowing what works and what doesn't work in the rotations. And it'll all eventually, you know, you know, level set to some degree, but that's the credit is, is to those guys and what they've been doing. And again, I, I, I know a lot's been written and said, but the work put in over the last five or six months by our, our team and our front office and, and the personnel on the basketball side, I've never seen anything like it. And, and again, yet the work is just starting. Um, but you've got to you've got to have that level of discipline and consistency from the get go. So it'll eventually play itself out. Um, but we're again we're we're happy being two and zero, and 
And now we've got to take care of business tonight in front of a, a really great crowd. We've got some upgrades uh, in and around the arena with food. The mobile experience continues to evolve. Uh, U.S. Bank's giving away, you know, uh, T-shirts uh, for everybody in arena um, and scheduled magnets. And so, it, you know, with tip-off at 6 p.m., doors opening at 5 p.m., we're really happy that, that uh, today is upon us. What, what, you know, this whole food thing at arenas, uh, you know, back in the day, it was a hot dog, popcorn, pop, or beer, you know, and, and now it's become part of the experience. How much emphasis do you put on that? And, and, and is that something that brings people to the arena, or is it just something that brings them back maybe as an overall uh, feel good about it? Or are people literally going, I'm not eating until I get to the arena? I think it's both. I, I really do. I, I mean, I, I don't think any of us are na- naive enough to think that, you know, the food piece, independent of anything else, is the reason why people go to a sporting event. Um, but, you know, as, 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 as we're competing for people's time um, and, and recognizing the outcome of a game uh, in any of the leagues, you know, we have no control over. It's all about enhancing the fan experience, and the fan experience means a lot of different things. Certainly the product on the floor matters, but the game experience matters in and around the technology, the scoreboard, the intros, the food, uh, the ingress, the egress, um, you know, the, the promotions. All of the different ways that you're able to personalize something for a fan, and they they leave feeling as if this was built for me, is 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 how we kind of drive our guest experience. And the food piece is is a is a focus, uh, not just in the market that we're in, um, because this is a great kind of food town. Um, but I think it matters. I think it matters to to, to to the game experience. And we're lucky enough to have a great partnership with Levy, uh, our concessionaire, and Chef Fima. Um, who's been driving that food story and building that food story and curating that food uh, story for us over the past three seasons. Um, and we've got some, some new surprises that we'll roll out through the course of the year this year as well. Ethan, uh, we appreciate so much your joining us. Just a reminder to our listeners, there are tickets available. That's a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. If you cannot get to the game, we're proud of our relationship with the Minnesota Timberwolves as their flagship station. If you can't get there, make sure you join us right here on WCCO Radio to catch uh, all the play-by-play that game tonight against Miami. Thanks, Ethan. Thanks, guys. And, and again, thanks for the partnership and uh, looking forward to a great season. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.